0: Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. I am Sykes and this is my podcast. Now before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out last week's episode from the Strip District Music Festival. If you are one of those people who listened to the conversation, I hope you enjoyed it and thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home, and as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Now, today on the show, we have my friend Justin Nixon. For those of you who don't know Justin, he is a filmmaker, and he just released a film called Battery Life. It is a stop-motion film, and it is, for lack of a better word, fucking amazing. It is insane it he and the team of people that he worked on this with put a lot of fucking work into this thing it took them years to make it and it was worth every second <laughs> it seems if you haven't checked it out um, you should actually watch battery life before you've listened to this conversation so pause this and check out the link um, there's going to be a link in the description if for some reason you're listening to this somewhere where You can't get to the description easily. Just go onto Vimeo and type in Battery Life. They just, Vimeo recently just featured it as one of the staff picks or something like that, which is a big fucking deal. This conversation was recorded right after they released the film or right before it was about to be released officially, um... And since then, just in the couple weeks since that we recorded this, the amount of hype and attention it's been getting is awesome and very well-deserved. So, yes, if you haven't seen Battery Life, please stop this and watch it. It's about 15 minutes long. It's worth it. Fucking do it. And then come back to this. But for those of you who have seen Battery Life and are interested to, you know, hear what Justin and me have to say about his film, well this is it that's what we're gonna do today we're gonna talk a lot about battery life and star wars probably which if you know justin that shouldn't be very surprising so yeah uh we'll just get on with it sit back relax and let's start the motherfucking beat
1: grounding for where we're at so
0: we will start the conversation by saying that if you have not seen battery life watch it yeah and i'll release this episode kind of maybe in conjunction with it being available online yeah perfect that makes sense that sounds like a professional thing to do yeah (laughs) okay yeah so if you haven't watched it yet watch it (laughs) yeah and then come back to this conversation otherwise you might get lost
1: yes spoiler Uh, alert
0: spoiler alert (laughs) Okay, um, so the first thing I was really curious about was how much of it is uh, CGI versus mm. practical effects.
1: Sure. Um, th- there's a lot of green screen in the film. Okay. Um, so the window going outside um, of the robot's house. That's a green screen. And okay. So we... Yeah,
0: you know, it looks very natural. But obviously cool. I knew that it's like, well, they probably didn't build like a whole like landscape. I know you yeah. built a lot of stuff.
1: But... Yeah, We had, the the miniature is real. Uh, the, the cathedral miniature. Yeah. You see out the window? That's real and was built. And so we did that on a green screen and then found pictures of dunes and then put it on a picture of dunes um, and added some effects and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's wild. There's something about the way that... Everything is lit or color graded later where, like, it looks, like, animated. Yeah. In a way, like, it, I mean, it is animated. It's thought, but it looks like, like, it's like there. It's hard to describe it. There's something weird with, like, the way everything kind of shines and has okay. these weird effects. It's like, is that just the light hitting the robot or is that a lot of, like, post-effect stuff? It's yeah. just like a
1: combination. It's a combination, like, throughout the entire film. I think
0: that it probably, like, helps, like make what is cgi or green screen seem really seamless versus what isn't
1: yeah yeah we did a lot of uh like um atmospheric effects too so like uh, beams of light and um particles so there's like little little dust particles floating everywhere throughout the film
0: yeah i'll need to watch it again i wish i had the opportunity to watch it a couple more times before talking (laughs) to you about it uh, I'm trying to think because the one thing that really – I didn't even think about CGI being a thing until the scene when they were on top of the cathedral in the yeah. clouds. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, like that's generated. And then I started thinking about like what else was. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's like pretty far into the film. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. So that's all green screen. Uh, there's the walkway is real and then we – Put all the whole background and clouds and stuff, and then in the in the church, the congregation, those are multiplied robots that I so like. It's just the main character robot over that, and over. Yeah, and that over was another again.
0: question that I asked. I was gonna ask because I remember you mentioning that building those things in the last podcast wasn't necessarily cheap. Yeah. Right. So whenever I saw like a whole room full of them, I was like, wait. Yeah, yeah. I think there's something.
1: Yeah, some <laughs> movie magic in there for sure. So it was just uh, I would. Uh, we'd take the actual shot that we we're gonna put them in, and I would put uh, that underneath the green screen for the character animation. And then so there'd be I think there's like somewhere between six and eight pews on each side. So I would do one animation per pew, and then duplicate that. Okay. So it ended up being like I ended up doing like fifteen animations for a couple shots. Um, then other ones only needed like two or three. You know, so
0: the um. The, like, the flame or the light and that, like, lantern that he's holding? Yeah. Is that also, like, computer-generated? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then what was, like, whenever the boy robot is, like, flying? Like, okay. what is coming off of the propeller? Yeah, that's also digital. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: That's just, like, uh, a particle simulator. Um, You can do, like, smoke and sparks and stuff. Okay, yeah.
0: That's, like, a whole world that I don't know anything about. Yeah, but I'm gonna actually need to dive into real soon. With I told you that I'm gonna be editing this music video that we yeah. just finished, and there's gonna be some special effects stuff in it. Okay. Um, it I can get away with it being kind of like cheesy because the video is like supposed to be cheesy. Yeah. But I've never done anything like that before at okay. all.
1: Okay. A great place to start is a uh, videocopilot.net. Okay. They uh give you like a really nice introduction to like after effects and stuff. And that's where you get all of those kind of effects. And that's where we did everything. So, yeah. we did some like actual three D work only on one shot. Only when the elevator came down was there like an actual like three D portion. Okay. That was not real as well.
0: Yeah, the uh the atmosphere of the whole film is very, very big. I think you did a really good job with the miniatures. Cool. And Thanks. just makes it, I don't know, it just felt like right. <laughs> Nothing felt like it looked like cheap or off. Like it was obviously very meticulously put together and a lot of heart went into making yeah. this thing. It's yeah. really easy to tell.
1: We had a, uh, I had a really good team, a really, really good team of people who, um, our set designer, John Zito, killed it. Uh, with that it it took him uh, a year to build that cathedral one person and the walls are like when they were on the stands they're like 12 feet tall (laughs) and uh, like there there were parts where I'd be like I'd have to like go through a trap door to like animate and then like close the trap door Um, just like really really big and it was really cool to work in those environments because of the scale of it too like I was I'd be surrounded by those walls you know yeah uh, while I was working and it was it was really exciting and so we wanted to do a good job animating and telling the story and showing off his set which i think i think we did okay like i <laughs> think it, you just did okay yeah something. i think we did all right doing that <laughs>
0: um, yeah i think that it's probably going to be one of those things where you're obviously just like numb to this whole thing now i think yeah. from working on it for so long
1: yeah i see a lot of flaws in it when i watch it
0: but oh. i think you're going to need to like take some time away from it yeah and like watch it again like years from now <laughs> yeah to, like really appreciate it yeah
1: even so this was the first time i'd watched it since we finished it on saturday and um that was cool just like you just to have a couple days even i was, it was like oh that's not as bad as i th- remember some of those things but, Like i was thinking, like, oh my god i want to change so much we're just going to put it away and then looking at shots again be like nah they're fine yeah
0: you know? <laughs> it, i mean it's really easy once you become too familiar with something and you have this uh perfect idea in your head yeah that i mean it's i mean sometimes you get it but you need to be very comfortable with the fact that a lot of the time you're not right a big, big part of art uh is compromise mm. i've found over the years and just being able to be comfortable with that
1: yeah yeah i mean every shot i think in that film had some level of compromise <laughs> yeah so because we just kept finding out we couldn't do things that we wanted to do based on like Equipment hindrances, or set hindrances, or puppet hindrances. Yeah, I
0: mean, like, and how do you deal with that, like, mentally? Because I know some people have a really hard time dealing with yeah. compromise, and it yeah. keeps them from doing anything. At right.
1: All. Absolutely, I run into a lot of people like that in, uh, especially in the film world, who are like, "Oh, I need to have this camera or and this light set up, and we have a gaffer and an electric, and otherwise, I can't make my thing." And I'm like, "Well, you know." That's not really true. You just need a camera and enough people to tell a good story. Sure. I mean,
0: I wonder sometimes if that's like, I don't like to think this way about people, but I think some people kind of put those excuses out there as a reason to like make it easier for them to like, oh, I'm not doing anything now because I don't have everything I need. Yeah. It's like, well, if you really wanted to do it, you would make the compromises and just make it work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And if you really,
0: really cared. Right. I don't know, that's like the background that I come from personally where. Yeah, me too. You know, it's like, I want to do stuff. I don't have the optimal setup to do the things I want to do, but I can make something happen. So it's fuck it. Let's
1: do it. Yeah. And, and you'll just go your whole life without doing anything because no one owes you shit, you know? Yeah. And no one's going to give you an opportunity unless you give them a reason to give you an opportunity. And you give them a reason by making your own stuff with what you have. So I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I remember
0: like the first time I really came across this or this realization of people like this was somebody who I had dated, uh, for a while had always talked about wanting to, I'm not, if I, I'm not going to bring up what it is cause I don't want to call this person out. This sure. There's a chance that they might, they, they might hear this, but this person wanted to do something. Yeah. And in order to do this one creative thing, they needed to acquire this piece of equipment. Yeah, of course. And then over time, they like saved up for the piece of equipment. It took forever. They finally got said equipment. And then once they had it, there was a new set of excuses why they weren't using said thing. You know, like yeah. I it's like what you're not doing anything right now. Yeah. You know, a lot of people Uh, my big thing that I have given up over the years which is funny since we're talking about a movie is like movies as far as like sitting around watching movies keeping up with movies I used to love doing that but now I just don't I don't keep up with TV shows or anything because it's I can't put the time into it yeah it's hard
1: especially when you're doing things it's really hard to consume Uh, I I do the same thing I haven't really watched now in the last week I've been watching a little bit more because I have some time (laughs) yeah um, but it's it's everyone's like, how oh, do you see that film? Like, I took time to to go see uh, Star Wars. Yeah, I
0: saw Star Wars. And I saw Hateful Eight.
1: Yeah, I saw Hateful Eight. I saw Mad Max. Yeah, I saw year. Mad Max. And I, I loved all of them. Yeah, I thought they were all great. Um, but you know, I'm I'm totally that quiet dude at parties. When people start talking <laughs> about like movies and shows, I'm like, I have no clue yeah. what you're talking about.
0: I always I love movies. Like I always feel really inspired to create when I yeah. see like a good movie. Yeah, because me too. you know I don't know much about filmmaking i mean i made a horror movie with my friends in high school yeah totally but like nothing serious it's just like there's something about i'm not behind the curtain enough that i can't like i can watch a movie and i'm not all like oh that was lit wrong or yeah sometimes maybe like a weird editing thing like i have some knowledge but i'm not it doesn't i'm not destroyed yeah i I, I can
1: i can be just uh i can stay in the illusion uh Better than I expect to, but things I think will pull me out faster because of my filmmaking knowledge, yeah. for sure. But I, I like I like giving it up and 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 just not analyzing a film, but just watching a film. And I, I think I'm, I still can do that. Uh, but like I said, fall apart quicker.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Star Wars. You okay with? Were you okay with it?
1: Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I love it. I don't give a shit. Like I. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I, I've like I've read some like hater articles and like some people online are saying that like Ray is a weak character and bad, poorly written. Blah, blah blah. I don't give a fuck, man. It's so good. It's so cool. It's a perfect throwback, whilst having like enough freshness sure. to it, and it's heartfelt. Yeah, I think it was a blast. I think like it's, people fuck up watching
0: movies like this happened whenever. With me, because I have a lot more of an attachment to Ninja Turtle stuff. Yeah, okay. And that got rebooted, or whatever you want to call it. And everybody's complaining about it. And I'm like, you need to stop, like, looking at this movie through, like, the lens of, like, a grumpy adult. <laughs> yeah. That's not what this movie's made for. And that's the same thing with Star Wars. It's yeah. like, these are still, I mean, they're movies made for, like, anyone, mm-hmm. really but it's like if you're going to look at it through the perspective of this like overanalyzing nerd that's like yeah. you know wants to like bitch that it's you know uh all the side novels and shit all that stuff's not involved or this or that it's
1: like yeah yeah i can't do even you, do you
0: fuck i mean i feel like if you like star wars if you say you like star wars go fucking watch the movie and just enjoy it yeah totally it's there was there. just like, like so much millennium falcon
1: it? and tie fighter and x-wings that i was like how can anybody be upset about this i don't know and i just loved the ride i had a great I, I had a great time i was just able to give up any expectations and go in and it like really it's it still surprised me in a great way yeah I, and i'll watch it again i've been quoting it like it's <laughs> i have qu- like certain lines that are uh are in with like the other ones that i've been quoting for like 20 years you know yeah <laughs> so yeah. uh i think they did it. and they had similar writers and they shot it similarly you know they had a lot of the. F- yeah it
0: looked great yeah. it felt like a it star wars true. movie and
1: yeah exactly. I, d- I
0: do know a couple people that weren't into it and it's
1: just yeah, like me too yeah it's i mean they don't like, really yeah really i don't even i've seen a lot of it a lot of people get in fights on the internet and stuff and i'm just like i'm not even gonna participate because no. nobody there's nothing that anybody could say to change my mind yeah it doesn't matter it's and like, i i just think it's the i think it's fucking cool man <laughs> i think kylo Ren's cool i thought the, the the new death star was cool spoiler alert you know like whatever yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter because it's been out for a while. Um, yeah, if if you it's been, like the biggest movie of the decade. So if you, if you, you haven't even
0: seen <laughs> it by now, and you're gonna get upset about spoilers, then so like fuck turn yourself. this off. Yeah, Just go fuck yourself. I don't dude. want you it's listening. It's been out for like <laughs> a month now. Come yeah. on, like you you go see right.
1: It. Yeah, no, it definitely gave me the feels. I, had, I I felt a lot of things watching it, which felt good. It felt good to like feel something watching that film, uh, be beca- like because of the characters that I'm attached to, and um, it felt like it belonged it felt like i belonged there like i felt it i haven't had like childhood wonder in a theater like that since i was probably since i was a kid yeah and it was really really um really exciting i think it's it's great and they're doing a lot of good stuff for cinema they're and uh they're doing a lot of good stuff for equality like i'm
0: really excited to see like the progression of the story nothing against like Han Solo or anything. Yeah, like, totally. It's, like, it's good, but it's like I'm like I'm ready for new. Yeah, like, yeah. I just and want, I think like, that that's what seven yeah. is like that transfer into new. Yeah, you know. I and mean, I, they I, couldn't. They had to do like. Yeah, to patch they, up some loose ends. It's patch like, up some
1: loose ends. Give the people what they want, and yeah. then like let's move on. I don't. Ex- I also don't expect Star Wars to be amazing forever. You know. Yeah. Because like I'm so sick of this Marvel shit. I can't. <laughs> really. I'm so tired of it. And I know that I'm gonna get tired of Star Wars stuff too. But right now, like as a fanboy, I'm just gonna like eat it up.
0: Yeah, because I, right I mean, right now, and it's like we're you're in a supply and demand thing where it's like, yeah. fuck yeah, like we needed this, but now yeah. if they really start churning out all of these. Extra things that they're talking about doing. They want to do like the side movies or whatever. Yeah, there's and that. I think
1: it's like Rogue One or something yeah, the, about getting the Death Star plans and shit. And I'm like stoked about that. It's got like a good cast and it's a cool story. Should, I don't know. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give them my oh, fucking yeah. money like a lot. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm into it.
0: The um, aside from movies and stuff, you mean? Have you been? Playing any music? Have, is that
1: just I play been, guitar in my just, room? Just fucking around. Yeah, just fucking around. I, I ended up throughout this like whole filmmaking process. I ended up like selling a lot of my gear and also discovering that like a lot of it's broken. uh And so, someday I'm gonna get back into like playing electric guitar and 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 things. And it's just not in the cards right now. uh I'm I'm kind of keeping up with playing, but uh I've put that baby to rest. I yeah, think.
0: I guess there's only so many hats. Yeah. Wear, right?
1: Yeah, and I've just like fallen in love with um, animation and uh, like art and illustration and stuff. That, yeah, like, I was
0: gonna I was gonna ask if um like your next film project or whatever you do is it gonna be animation based again? Yeah. Like, do you, yeah. you don't think you're gonna ever work with human beings again? Yeah,
1: I, I shot a um like a Batman fan short in October with some friends of mine, and it was it was pretty fun to direct that because uh, okay. I hadn't directed live action and. Uh, you know, I've got a lot of connections in the, in the film world here just from my background in school and stuff. And, um, so I, I, I gave it a shot and it was fun. Um, I can tell it's not for me like, uh, anymore. Okay. Um, I can do it once in a while, I think, but it's just not, uh, not the kind of work that I want to be doing anymore. You know, I'm all, all animation now. For the most part, I want to. I wonder, I, I get into I wonder what,
0: what, that. why is that? Do you? Th- it's like the first thing that comes to my head when I think of like not working with people. Yeah, is not working with people. Yeah, and having like total control over like all aspects of your creation. Yeah, and not needing to worry about somebody else's performance or something as simple as them showing up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's still plenty
1: of that. Uh, those problems in animation. I guess uh, so. Yeah. So I, I work with. Um, Uh, jordan sarah and paul zito a lot uh they they did the cinematography jordan did the cinematography for battery life and paul did the sound and score and we also do like are working on animation stuff together and so they both do that as well so i I still am working with people uh just not uh you don't see them (laughs) yeah (laughs) when we're done
0: (laughs) (laughs) the um again i mentioned it whenever as soon as we were finished watching the movie but uh the sound design Paul yeah. did such a good job on that. I'm gonna have to uh, send him a little message and be like, "Yeah, man, hey, hey, buddy, you he, you killed it."
1: He worked so hard in the last couple months of of the the film. It was just we live together and uh, our like the third floor of our house is like the offices. Like uh, Jordan and I have a spot, and my brother does some stuff in another room, and then Paul has a sound room. And it just I just heard battery life sounds like from morning until night for like two <laughs> months and which was good because it like kind of kept uh it, it kept me in check because i'd be like doing other stuff and then i'd like hear um the current leaves his line i'd be like ah shit i got work to do like yeah. I got, <laughs> paul's working and i and i i gotta pick up the slack <laughs> so yeah it, he worked it, his ass off though. so you're shit. all
0: living together now yeah yeah how's that been as far as just like uh you know again like having that kick in the ass you like being in that yeah yeah
1: i love it it's like uh it's like an accountability um because we're you know we're we're doing this together and um we want to make more things together and uh we yeah we we live together we play together and we work together and uh, it work it's it's working pretty well and i wake up and i go upstairs and i see that jordan's already working on something and paul's already working on something and i'm like oh shit like better start working on something. <laughs> That's know? awesome. So it's cool. Um. So
0: now you're still like doing a lot of freelance stuff yeah. and all that uh, mumbo jumbo f- yep. to like support
1: yourself. Yeah, entirely. Yeah.
0: That's nuts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I almost, um, I almost lost it and got a job because um, like work got really slow, like right before uh, like right after Thanksgiving. And okay. I was like, all Little right. Holiday season. yeah, yeah. And then in winter and stuff. And I was like, man, I think I have to get a job. And I, I applied for a job and I got the job. And then a week later they're like, Oh, actually we are not hiring anybody. And I was like, Oh, I'm screwed. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, man, and then a ton of work came in like a ridiculous amount. And then it was totally fine. So I don't know. Uh, it's been, it's been fun though. It's been a year and a half since I've been full-time freelance and I've made it. So it's cool. I'm, I'm working all winter, which Fuck, is man, like yeah. crazy. Cause last winter was like the hardest winter of my life. Um, and I made it through that. And now I'm like, I'm not exactly where I want to be, but I'm comfortable enough to not hate myself. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so,
0: Man, I fucking, I like my job, but I hate my job. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, it's like uh, I think about jobs I could have uh-huh. compared to, like, where I am working for a job. And it's like, okay, like, I have a pretty sweet job for a job. Yeah. But it still, like, kills me because it's, like, almost 10 hours of my day every day that I'm doing creative things for other people. Right. And not myself. Right. And it's like, fuck.
1: Yeah. God yeah. And damn it. And that's hard. It's, it's uh <laughs> it's hard to give that much time and it's it's a time for money thing yeah um and but you know i'm on the other side of the coin of like having the freedom but i have i'm like a slave in a different way you know where uh i could just run out of money and then the jobs can just stop coming in yeah. so like there's 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 uh security mm. in in the the nine to five or or whatever where once you're done with the nine to five, then you're done, and you can just do whatever you want. When in in my case, I'm running my own business, essentially, and I don't. It doesn't really turn off, you know. It's, yeah. Um, if I don't have work, uh, and five o'clock rolls around, I'm still like working my ass off to try and get some work, and then I can't just leave that at the office, you know. I have to uh, focus, keep focusing on it, or try to ignore it and do something else. Which, like, when you know, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to pay rent until I figure out how to like pull together some money. You don't exactly leave it at the office, you know?
0: The, um, so for freelance, do you reach out? Do you work with a lot of people locally or is it just like where the fuck ever I can get work? Yeah. I mean, I imagine that it'd probably be a lot harder to like reach out, like into other markets because yeah. every city has people like you who are trying to work.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's hard to get on that, like, national or even international level, I guess. I've done a couple jobs from uh, Los Angeles. I've, I've been offered some jobs in New York City but never taken them um, because of just it wasn't enough money or logistically it wasn't going to work out, whatever. So, like, most of my stuff has been local uh, except for – I've done, like, some – uh, design project for friends who are from out of state stuff like that. Uh, the goal is to like get national work though. Um so for the most part we work I work with like uh local agencies, local businesses, stuff like that. But yeah, the goal is definitely to move on to uh bigger things in other places.
0: Yeah. So. And is that like a goal with like the whole unit of like the house. Yeah. Do you have is there like a name or like some sort of like creative <laughs> the, collective that you uh,
1: three have. We call the three of us call ourselves uh major major. Okay. Uh, and that's our, our website is com, And we have like our reel up there and some battery life stuff. and, um, So yeah, it, yeah, it's the goal. I mean, we're probably going to, we're, we're looking now into moving together. So uh, to different city. Okay. Um, because we work really well together and um, we want to kind of keep that going and see like, and battery life was like a three and a half year trial run, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to see like how we do, and I think we did pretty well. Um, so we're gonna see where we can go next, because uh, you know.
0: What? What? Why another city though?
1: Um, there's not an animation scene in Pittsburgh, <laughs> so.
0: What is there any cities that have an yeah. animation scene?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like New York, L.A., um, like, Austin, like stereotypical. Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah the The ones you would expect <laughs> yeah, so um yeah it, there's not a lot here, uh and you know I get offered a lot of um like g- motion graphics animation stuff for like uh live action things, which makes sense because of my background and my connections, but it's we're trying to get rid of the live action reputation, okay, and it's hard <laughs> uh I, you know, people are always asking me t- about live action stuff uh meanwhile i haven't done live action in three years sure but because that's where my roots are and that's this is where i'm from you know it's yeah
0: hard, i guess yeah. it is like meeting somebody who is a strict animator is i mean it's obviously not very common yeah probably so people that's probably people just don't, aren't thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. People is, aren't really like the normal person isn't really looking to make get like something animated, right? On right. like a big scale. Yeah, and, and, and maybe for like a little like commercial or something small.
1: Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's a it's a art form that isn't taken very seriously, um, at least in America. Uh, it's assumed that it's for kids. Um, when do you really you think that's you think that's still yeah the case uh, yeah yeah um very much so uh I, I, you know we have stuff like adult swim which is really awesome uh but it's e- so it's either like you either have uh something for kids like adventure time and adventure time is, you know it goes into adulthood too like yeah. i love adventure time but that's a kids oriented show right uh-huh. you have that and then you have the uh, absurdity of adult swim and there's no there's not really there's not a lot of in between there. There's some stuff online like some shorts you can find online, but that's about as far as it but goes. But you mean
0: like 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 an animation that uh something that's animated that is something that's more serious or more dramatic that yeah. isn't like either you know very family friendly or just completely off the walls. Right. Yeah. So
1: I mean uh I just look at Japanese animation. Yeah,
0: this I was like anything like me, like a Miyazaki. Yeah, thing. which is like yeah.
1: which is a you know, serious themes, adult themes, um, just in animated form. And it's one of the harder art forms too. Um, and I'm, I'm very, I think it's be, I think Disney had a lot to do with that. Uh, like being very, cause he was very family friendly, kid oriented. And that's kind of like where that, um, medium got its start, you know? And so it's just associated with kids all the time and not necessarily with um professionalism or adults or you know yeah brand stuff like that um it's out there it's i'm, I'm not saying it's like there's zero but uh not as much as there is like especially in this oh, town for sure. like, film and things well like i that.
0: mean like if you compare the number of live action features that get released a year yeah to animated oh yeah yeah it's then, a fraction yeah it's not e- not, fraction not even yeah. it's nowhere <laughs> nowhere close right you never hear about like l- animated movies on like a big scale really getting released. It's so rare. It seems yeah. like once every couple years there might be one. Yeah,
1: yeah, and um, and I watch. I'll watch those. <laughs> I <I'll> watch the, <laughs> those are the two films a year that I watch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just love cartoons. Cartoons and video games, man. It's just like my shit. I'd rather, I want to work in games eventually, and uh, I don't know. I I, I want to make experiences for people.
0: That sounds fun. Do you think that um, – well, games, that's a, that's a whole other – that's like a whole other beast, I'd imagine, like animating in yeah. games.
1: Yeah. I I don't want to, like, make the game. I yeah, want to, like, you... write and direct the game. Okay. Or, like, do artwork for the game. You know? Yeah. Let somebody else do the programming because I, I just don't – right now, I don't think that way. And uh, I don't know if I ever will want to think that way. <laughs> and, like, yeah, codes, I think, and like yeah that's a
0: whole shit. different. Uh, again, that's a whole yeah, different. Yeah, and, it's, and it's
1: brilliant and amazing. And I'm so glad that there are so many people who, like, absolutely love that shit so that I don't have well, that's, to. You know? Well, <laughs> no, that's
0: why teams are important because yeah, there's probably exactly. somebody out there that could code the shit out of a game but can't come up with a story for yeah, shit. Yeah, right. Exactly. I need to find you need those to, it's just, it's like putting a band together. Like, you know, yeah. someone can play the drums really good, but doesn't know anything about guitar. And then right. you put those two together and it's like, sweet.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. That's what I want to do. So we'll see. That's down the road. I don't know. I'm really into interested in like uh, virtual reality okay, and stuff too. Uh,
0: Oculus Rift.
1: Yeah, yeah. My a friend of mine got one, and I got to use it, and it, I was just like, "This is the craziest." Was it just
0: thing. the uh like the developer kit one? This yeah, d- yeah. two developer kit two. Okay. Um, because I saw that they announced like the actual retail version of that. Yeah, Maybe like six hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is really expensive. That's <laughs> um, not
0: that. I mean, uh, no. Like, I was granted. I was I was reading a thing with people comparing like every time new tech comes out. When it's yeah. fresh, it's always pretty expensive.
1: Yeah, it's it's really not that bad. Like I whenever, mean, the PS3 was six hundred dollars. Yeah,
0: it was a, that's literally so. what I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right,
1: right. I I just want it to be less because <laughs> I want one. I guess it's kind of weird uh-huh.
0: because like if you think of something like a PlayStation Three, that's its own unit, whereas yeah. like the Oculus Rift is more like a. It's Oc-nice like an accessory, need, right? Yeah, you like need it, the It's a peripheral, right. so you need to have other things. Right. To connect with it.
1: Right, and you know it's worth it. I mean, there's, I, I want to be a part of that as it expands and grows, uh, because it's really fascinating, and there's so many different areas and things that you can do with it beyond just like a game experience. You know?
0: Yeah, I think it would be really cool. Like my the first thing I thought of was like an animated feature.
1: Oh yeah, where it's like you're yeah.
0: part of the experience.
1: Yeah, uh, ILM the guys that did the special effects for Star Wars, like they're they have a virtual reality thing that they're working on where you can like walk through Mos Eisley and see like it from a stormtrooper's perspective or this one alien's perspective anybody that you see you can experience their day in Mos Eisley like however you want it's really or just like walk around and experience it in your own way and it's just super cool the stuff that they're doing with that where you'll just get to like experience it like you're there and it's just every Star Wars fans wet dream is just to like, be like, like look around <laughs> in like the most icy cantina and just be like, holy shit. Like I'm going to order some blue milk. I'm well, going to tell my droids to stay outside.
0: How stoked are you for the shit they're putting in Disney?
1: Yeah, that's cool. I'm totally going to check that out. I mean, I like, <laughs> I, I fucking loved Harry Potter world so much when I went and that, like a Star Wars world will just blow my mind. So I don't know. Yeah. It's going to, it'll be interesting and I'll, sure i'll pay them enough money to get into there <laughs> star wars taking more of my money yeah
0: like oh well it's that freelance money though so yeah yeah yeah, yeah
1: yeah there's so much of it <laughs>
0: <laughs> since we keep going back into star wars yeah yeah <laughs> um what do you think about the did you see that petition online for people were getting it oh to get lucas back yeah Yeah. how do you feel about that
1: Uh, why (laughs) like i don't yeah i don't like it i don't know why like i don't know much about the other guy that they don't want i haven't seen his films but like why petition lucas why not like you should petition somebody else petition like jj abrams to direct another one or something i know i don't think he will but like George Lucas can't direct himself out of a hat. Like he'd get lost. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think that he. Like I think that he's a he's a brilliant businessman and he's a he's a good writer. Uh, what
0: do you think happened to George Lucas?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, man. I don't know. I think judging on some stuff that I've read about, like when he was starting to get, because it was the first film to merchandise, right? Like they, um, there was the first time you could buy an action figure from a movie or oh, really?
0: that was star i guess yeah star i, I wars, never like, thought about was that like, i yeah. want
1: like not only action figures but like i want star wars on your shower curtain and like on your bedspread and on your your lunchbox whatever, lunchbox etc etc and um you know he he made some writing decisions that were to keep like sales up Um, Like keeping certain characters alive and and not not keeping like uh, not going towards like a darker ending, Um, but you know he did he does a lot of good stuff too. Like he donated all the money that he made from selling Star Wars to Disney to education, and that's a that was like billions of dollars. Holy shit! (laughs) Like yeah. So I I have this like weird amount of respect for the man, while also not understanding like why. I think he's hard-headed it's like he won't listen to what his fans want and he'll just make whatever he thinks is right um, and just
0: well he's also he
1: also has a great team of people who like have, have kept him going so you know
0: the problem though is like listening to what your fans want everybody wants something different
1: yeah that's true. you know i I feel like in the Star Wars universe though that wasn't true <laughs> like I feel like everybody kind of had this like joint like, man, we want the Millennium Falcon back. We want, like, X-Wings back. We want this Star Wars feeling back. Because he didn't do that with the prequels, you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know. Because, any you know, he wrote Indiana Jones. And Indiana Jones is great. Uh, he... well, I, I, can you imagine being in that position, though, where you have,
0: like... Yeah. You, like, accidentally create this thing yeah. that becomes, like, bigger than itself, Totally. Like Star Wars is so much bigger than itself. Like, yeah. The weight of it cannot be contained. Like it's like totally. the movies cannot hold the weight of like how big the yeah, universe. Yeah. is. Yeah. No, they can't. And it.
1: The movies don't uh, hold up to how much people love them. Yeah. For sure. Because I watched the original trilogy not too long ago, and I was like, wow, like <laughs> these are these are kind of rough in spots, you know. And that's okay, because uh, they're they it's they've got that charm that's what yeah, does it that you charm. know
0: it's like thinking about Good stuff characters. like Return of the Jedi yeah and just like why are we in the woods so much in this movie it's just
1: like yeah and why the, you know why the teddy bears um, <laughs> why the party at the end why did everybody like gather for, yeah. a, for a photograph that was taken by like spirit Jedi's you know like super weird I don't know uh, it was this fucking cell action figures so and they did it's so there's weird so i feel like
0: figures. a lot of my love for star wars and the culture like it definitely transcends the movies and i just like love being at like conventions and seeing people yeah. who care about the stuff and i love like seeing the toys and seeing all these weird rare things and yeah. listen to people like talk about star wars and, and there's a relatability there. all this yeah. shit and it's just it's like oh yeah these are from these movies and it's like i don't even know if i like Care about the movies as much as I care yeah. about just like being around people who are so excited about this yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, because it's a cool world. And at the end of the day, like, if you create a cool world, like, people want to hang out in there. And George Lucas came up with a really fucking cool world with Jedi's and space smugglers and uh, this kind of like beat up galaxy that wasn't what sci fi normally was. Sci-fi yeah. I was normally like really clean and he just. He just turned it like a, a dirty Western uh, and they just put it in space. And that was awesome. So there's like, I mean, there's so much Star Wars influence in battery life. It's crazy. It's everywhere. Like every time I see or the preacher, I'm like, I just basically ripped off Darth Vader. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but there's Darth Vader. <laughs> like it's just, it's ingrained, you know? I didn't it's get a good that job. vibe. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple spots where it's just like. Like his some like his entrance and some of the sounds he makes and stuff. I'm just even his face shape is kind of Vadery, you know.
0: I think that you know again that just goes back to you having this ingrained attachment to everything that's in battery life that some people will probably never even notice. Yeah, because like certainly. the perspective that you have on it. So that's like where I get that with a lot of the music that I make, cause I just yeah. have this very specific perspective on like this the angle that this song is coming from or the reason why like this key change happens or things like yeah. that and it's like nobody is ever gonna fucking pick oh, up on that
1: yeah certainly and they're gonna read into things that you did by accident yeah uh which is one of my favorite things like, yeah oh, that's like, actually i love how you framed this thing like this it just means that he blah blah, blah. and i'm like well thanks but like and then, I, that makes me wonder like how many other like film reviews and stuff of like are people are just like reading into something that they like ac- the yeah. artists like accidentally did or yeah. didn't do, you know, <laughs> it's, it's
0: really, really neat. I think that with the Sykes album, I've been getting a lot of really interesting reviews. Yeah. Um, good and bad, but sure. I think that they're all like, I, I love all of it. Yeah. Cause I just love seeing like everybody's perspective on it. Uh Like generally the only bad things that really ever get said are just like, how like some of the, it's pretty dark, like really negative stuff. And it's like, I feel like there's some people that get it though. And the people that get it, it's like, there are people that I can relate with. And like, it's like the people that think that those songs are super, super dark are like people that probably just don't have much darkness in their life to begin with. Yeah. So it's very much just like, I'm trying to think of a good way to, to, Good thing to compare it to, but I think you probably understand what I'm saying. Like, say, like you show somebody a horror movie that, like, that they d- typically don't watch horror movies, and you show them like this really fucked up thing. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is so extreme!" Yeah. Whereas it's like not that bad. Yeah, in comparison. Like, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, because uh, my movie's pretty dark. Yeah. For you know, and uh I don't consider myself like a brooding or dark individual, but I, I there's uh there was pain in my life that I wanted to express you know and uh art is a really great way to do that Just whether or not you're usually feeling that way
0: yeah have you gotten any like feedback from any anyone yet on battery life with it being like like oh like is this for kids and this is like dark and it has hmm. this weird like sort of like anti-religion thing not yeah. necessarily anti i don't want to say anti-religion but like well. like you know like that's definitely like
1: yeah. I don't
0: know I, the no, right I, way to phrase that. No, but it's I, I understand. I definitely get the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, make, <laughs> it, make, it, make, it
1: makes a statement yeah. to uh, do your research before you start believing shit. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know? That's, yeah. That's basically my whole point with the film uh, is to just make sure you know. Yeah. Before you start believing. Well, I
0: guess shit. it's it's probably been a little bit early. I don't know if you've gotten like a whole ton of like feedback no, on this No, I mean
1: just we we screened it. Um and it like i said you know at the beginning it's not online yet so we're we'll be releasing it soon and then then we'll probably get a little bit more feedback
0: are there any that. like political not let's say political but like business political reasons that you're waiting to release it
1: yeah yeah we're submitted some places online just kind of want to see if you seeing, maybe get some
0: like exclusive thing like or something yeah, like that yeah. like yeah
1: yeah we applied to uh, shortoftheweek.com, which is like a they're part of um well they're not part of but the guy that started it works for Vimeo and oh okay so they they're a pretty prominent blog in like the online film community and they and they have featured a lot of stop motion stuff and so we uh, submitted to them and we're just waiting to hear back uh, from them and some other places um and then it'll it'll be up i'm hoping it's going to be up within like 2 weeks yeah
0: so. um like all uh we'll say like all like cockiness aside sure. Like, how well do you think you really did with this movie compared to other stop-motion stuff that's out there? Because I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know a whole lot about stop-motion. Yeah. But, like, when I see that, it's like, wow, this seems, like, really, really fucking legit. But cool. I don't know what anybody else is doing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how do you feel, so like, in, copying, like, the like, realm
1: of... Yeah, okay. So there's there's a big spectrum, uh, obviously, just like there is with anything else. And um, there's the, like... The, the the top quality which is like Leica quality like they did box trolls and um paranorman and, and Coraline, and that's like creme de creme right like yeah the shit yeah <laughs> and then there's anything it, uh, that's that. stuff
0: that's like did humans really do this yeah exactly yeah, okay. exactly and yeah.
1: then it you know then you're all the way down to like youtube videos with uh legos and iphones you know um and i think that we fall in i think that we fall in the higher percentage uh because what i notice in a lot of like indie stop motion films is there's a lot of like flickering like light flickering um and like from like not
0: keeping the background consistent while well yeah and, like like, and, like your environment like the things, outside environment consistent
1: yeah yeah things that you can't really help like i understand like that, electrical yeah. surges and stuff that like and we have a little bit in our film that you'll see because uh we were sharing space with a uh A carpenter and any time that he would use a saw it would cut and you'd watch the electricity like Well, I think like so some shit like that probably almost worked to your
0: advantage in a weird way. Like my perspective of the movie is like since everything in it is so plastic in the sense that you can make it look however you want because you created this new world. Like the robots are your own design, the sets, everything like it's not like you're doing a stop motion of something that's like more like actual humans or like right. a, a daytime controlled environment where if something like got fucked up in the process, you would notice it. There's already kind of like a lot of like lights and things flickering in yeah. in battery life. So I feel like there's maybe some room to kind of like brush over like a weird error as just like, yeah. like a stylistic
1: Yeah, um, I mean there's benefit. definitely I don't know. some – some parts where they're like well we're kind of fucked here but we're gonna make this work for us um so yeah uh we had a lot of weird hindrances um and so i think like we had a decent amount of gear that you know, like helped us get a pretty interesting look and then we so that i think works to our advantage uh, i think we're weaker in like the um and some of the animation stuff it's not as um some of it's not as lifelike as i would like it sure. to be um and a lot of that was limits in knowledge and limits in puppetry that we didn't foresee happening but still had to like power through and shoot, you know? So um, I can pick out like a dozen shots where I'm like, eh, I wish we did better, <laughs> you know? But uh, I think that we managed to f- to keep it all coherent. Yeah. And nothing nothing in it to me like really sticks out, like a sore thumb kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
0: I think, I think that it's, I keep on like thinking about it in the same way that you would write a song.
1: Just yeah. to, that's what's
0: easy for me to compare it to. Totally. Whereas it doesn't matter how like simple a section of your song is. Yeah. If the end result is a good song, you have a good song. Totally. You know, I'm like thinking about like the first when like you first see the cathedral and everybody inside. It's just kind of like you had like a few seconds where it was just like there's no moving, just kinda of like the camera. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they're milking a few extra seconds out of this. <laughs> it's like I understand it. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not gonna judge. Cause it's like, well, you're also setting a mood. Like if this was yeah. a live action movie, that would probably be the same shot. Where right. you just you're just kinda of like taking a couple seconds to like really like, okay, there's a bunch of people, then you see how big this space is, and like really
1: yeah.
0: get a lay of the land of the scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you use the same techniques. And and I I, there uh, in the fourth scene with um, the father and son talking to each other, we cut back to a sh- similar shot because I was like, man, in a movie, like when they have a conversation, they would cut back to an over the shoulder and you would like use the same shot twice, you know, and that's uh-huh. totally cool. So we're just going to do that because before we were setting up a different thing for every single shot. Like we don't have to do that. Movies don't do that.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think that sometimes if something – when you're doing something new or you're doing anything creative, if you find yourself in a spot where you're comfortable, yeah. like my brain at least always makes me think like, okay, well, I'm not trying hard enough. If I'm comfortable doing this, I must – something's not right. Yeah, like, but it's like, like I,
1: oh, I'm competent in this. I must be doing this wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I
0: must not be doing enough. Like, yeah. I need to be – challenged somehow but uh, sometimes you just get comfortable in what you're doing Certainly. so you know I think overcompensating is something that is like really hard to back away from but once you are able to realize that you're doing it you yeah. can like figure out a way to
1: yeah and what fits the, the piece that you're working on yeah you know like is it is it something simple or is it does it have to be this complicated thing
0: yeah it's you always Usually need to not take a step back and think about what the whole picture is going to be. Certainly. You know, because everything – every little thing that you do, while it's, you know, affecting what's happening in that few seconds, it's still that few seconds is affecting what happens in the whole – the end result. Right. So I always try to think about the end result over everything else, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's hard to do when – for us, like, being in a film for three and a half years and you're working on, like, four seconds a night. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's, so, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. You, you, uh, you forget. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely.
0: Um, you know, even with the video that we just finished shooting that I, I keep bringing up to you. Yeah. Like, we started it in August. And we filmed, like, it was just because there was different locations. We had to get everything together. So, I just got all of the footage back uh, the day before yesterday. Okay, And it's like, this is stuff that I haven't seen. I forgot we did this. And I'm like, "Yeah." I tried my best to like keep notes to make sure that like we have everything. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm pretty sure that I'm able going to be able to glue all of this together. And, and like, it'll oh, work, but it's still just like very nerve wracking. I'm like waiting for that one little piece to be missing. Like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, yeah. We never like how oh, like, because all of these scenes need to connect together. Right. And yeah. like, it's a, it could be something like right now. I know for a fact that I'm having this one issue with, like, I don't want to, like, get into... I'm, like, we're trying to be very, like, about yeah. the video. But there's one thing right now that I'm, like, really, really worried that, like, it's going to be, like, not going to work. Yeah. But I think it'll be okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, like, two weeks before we finished the the project, we thought that we weren't going to finish it. Like, <laughs> pretty much that we wouldn't be able to get certain parts of it in... um. Or done right and uh, we managed you know but like you're always gonna run into that I, and it was we uh, we were still editing when I like we had to like tear down the sets and stuff too and I was like I really hope that we're not like totally boned <laughs> yeah by, like this took a year to build it's not like we're not gonna be able to rebuild this it'll be over and then we'll have to like work our way around it and you know we ran into snags and stuff but I don't know that's like what really breeds creativity for me too is just having to solve a problem Oh yeah you know and, and then you you end up finding something that works even better not not every time but a lot of the time out like just from having to think outside of the box or something or like approach it from a different angle whatever however you want to say it uh it can really like turn your project around or that piece of your project or something kind of goes back to like what we were talking about when people who like need something need x amount of things to get started oh yeah i think think, like by putting yourself in a limited place is where you can really uh get creativity to yeah i think move around
0: that's how like i think that's what just got like really as far as me making beats and doing psych stuff i think that's like where my style came from totally was just being like so limited and just doing what i using what i could yeah yeah. And now, I have a lot of stuff, but I still work from that same mindset where, yeah, I have a lot of shit. But I only, I pretty much anytime I write something, I'm only using a couple of those things. I'm never like putting all the shit in this room together to make something. It's like if yeah. I make a track, it's like okay, well, this is probably gonna just be one beat machine, one keyboard, and a couple samples. Right, and then you just but make then like that work. Switch them up between different tracks, but yeah yeah yeah
1: And if you have something good there then you'll make Because i'm
0: so good. used to just working like that now like totally. i can put together a full idea which is very minimal stuff
1: yeah and that's a good place to be because you're inexpensive yeah <laughs> you <know? laughs> so and that's great um that's cool and and you're you know, you're trying to i think uh, you know max weselowski yeah uh he he said to me once uh you're we're all just trying to um mimic our favorite artists and our shortcomings become our style. And uh, I've just, that's always stuck with me because you're going to try to mimic these people that you love and you're going to fail miserably. But then uh, through those things, you're going to make discoveries that become your own voice. Yeah. Uh, and you'll see your influences being uh, in there. You know, like I was talking, I see star Wars in my film and uh, I'm sure you see your favorite artists in like certain beat samples and stuff that you do. Yeah. And. Uh, but it's not, it's not just, it's not like a ripoff, you know? Yeah. It's, it's just, it's more like a, it's not even an homage. It's just their, them existing is part of the reason that what you made exists. Yeah.
0: And then you could say that about anything. It's totally. just like, even like making food, you know, mm-hmm. like if you're at home, it's like, oh man, I really like that. Uh, those weird Thai noodles that I had. And yeah. Like you buy some shit that tried to make Thai noodles doesn't taste anything like it you can't do it at all but yeah something that's all right and like yeah, you, yeah. you found a new dish that you can make for yourself and every time you eat it you'll kind of be thinking about the thai yeah food. yeah it's yeah. there a little bit but it's definitely not it's, yeah, it's not, not it. nikki's thai kitchen no yeah. not at all
1: <laughs> right nothing can be nikki's thai kitchen
0: oh so. man so yeah i don't know what else anything this is way too close to talk to this thing in it's not peaking yeah whatever anyways so edit this Brian edit this <laughs> I'm zoning out a bit I do apologize no you're that. good it's been a long day yeah yeah it's okay um everything's been crazy I need a good like few days off of doing yeah take it. all of my That's shit great. I wish I could I just, I'm not in a position to right now yeah.
1: Get yourself there. It's, nah,
0: it's like I've been like working so hard to get this ball rolling. Total, oh, yeah. And now it's like starting to roll. So yeah. it's like, fuck. Yeah. Now I got to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't just like let that ball start rolling and then say, oh, okay, bye, great. No, nice you just like, sprint with it. For yeah, sure. So uh, that's where I'm at right now. And yeah, I'm happy that I'm here, but it's like, I might not always look like I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's fine. I've noticed, like,
1: from finishing the movie, like, my anxiety and stress levels have just been, like, nothing. And it's been awesome, like, having that part done, but it's also, like, I'm, I'm, just, we're applying to festivals and having meetings about that, and then uh, submitting it to places online and having meetings about that, and then discussing about, like, what our press kit's going to look like, and there's still, like, that's so like, much to do. Oh, yeah, doing, like, like all this
0: shit that a lot of it, you probably, like, thought about it a little bit, but now I got to like, really now fucking you're like, think about it. Yeah, yeah. and it's like – and I've had this conversation before with uh, somebody else. It's like you finally get your creative thing done, right. you know, what you're good at. Like, yeah. fuck yeah. You know, it took me three years to fucking do this thing. And it's like, well, I don't have another three years to learn how to, like – Exactly. Do all this business management promotion shit. Right. But sometimes that's what it feels like. You need, like, three years of training on some of this shit
1: yeah maybe even more yeah and it's i'm used to like sitting in my studio and creating you know yeah and so and then having to i'm trying to get out of my comfort zone to like meet and talk with people and 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 try to like get my name out there um and it's really it's really fucking hard because yeah. like my cup com- my comfortable place is like with my friends making something and not like schmoozing you know uh but i, I need i'd like i need to share my work yeah um and and let people know like what i'm capable of and networking is a huge part of like my freelance life too it's like if you don't know anybody you're not going anywhere and i ignored that so much when i was in college i was, I was such a stupid punk just being like <laughs> Dad, I, don't, I don't need anybody i'm not gonna play those stupid games I'm like no you gotta play the game man <laughs> there's a game to be played and if you want your shit to be heard or seen like you gotta play a part of it yeah least. yeah so um yeah it's but it's definitely trying um that part of it for sure it's just you need, everybody's so caught up
0: in their own worlds now yeah even people that don't do anything have an incredibly like busy life just on facebook you know whether it's reposting memes or yeah uh fucking food recipes or complaining yeah. about like politics or, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Everybody has their own thing. So and they they don't they're not paying attention to your thing unless like
1: Yeah, which you're grabbing them by the arm and saying,
0: Hey, I have a thing that you should see that you should care about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's tough too because I know that I value my time. And uh I don't want my time to be wasted. Yeah. And so I got to make sure that I make something. If I want people's attention, I need to make sure that it's worth their time, uh, and that's what I've always been very, not necessarily afraid of with my film, but definitely uh, mindful of, is I don't want people's time to be wasted watching it, or them to have a moment to be bored.
0: Sure, you know, so. I think that with me and my stuff, I just I want to just my big struggle is just getting people to engage with it. Yeah, I'm not so worried, like, once they start, if they decide this isn't for them, that's fine. If they love it, great. You know, if they hate it, great. It's just getting them to, like, push play and at least start to engage with it, even that is really, really hard to do. Definitely. And I I always think about the way that I personally engage with stuff. And, like, I catch myself, like doing the shit that i now assume everybody does where it's like (laughs) oh like so and so put out a thing like i'll watch that later maybe like i do want to check that out but you know i'm on the bus right now or yeah yeah they they posted a time that's not convenient and then then, like you forget about it totally because
1: there's so much other shit just like thrown into your face or
0: sometimes like i did this for a long time admittedly and i've told them about it with instead of sleeping where it was like, you know, they were putting out stuff, playing shows, and it was just like, oh yeah, I know those guys, like I've seen them a billion times, and like yeah. probably hadn't seen them play in like close to like a year and a half or something, this was a couple years ago when this happened, and then finally like I saw them, for like, and I, it was the first time I like heard any music that they had done in a while, and I hadn't seen them play maybe almost two years, and yeah. I was just like, oh my god, like, you guys got so fucking good. Yeah, and I was like, working. well, of course you got better. It's been two fucking years. <laughs> it's like I just had this idea yeah. in my head of like the last time I saw you and like not accounting for the fact that people grow. Yeah. As I'm growing. It's like I know because yeah, yeah, like, you're busy. I Your wouldn't stuff. want anybody to judge my work on shit that I was doing two years prior. Oh, yeah. Of but still, not. like I catch myself doing it because it's like it's hard to keep up with what everybody's doing, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, there's A lot of people doing a lot of stuff. And you want to like, I don't know, I want to I find a balance of like being, I want to be supportive of other artists and other people and, and push them up, but also try to like make my way to the top. Yeah. Not even necessarily the top. Honestly, I don't need the top by any means. I just need, I just need to climb a little bit to, and have some people enjoy it enough for me to do something. I don't mm-hmm. even know what, like now that I'm done with this film, I don't like, my goals are so weird. I don't know what, because they're not that real to yeah. me. <laughs> like, like, well, I got that done and now I'm I think that, like, my – the thing that
0: I'm trying to get into is just, like, this sounds way worse than it is, but it helps me keep things in perspective. Okay. Just, like, not wasting my time around garbage people. Yeah. Like I, That just, doesn't like, sound as bad as you think. Like, like people that are just, like, worthless. And that's, like – I don't mean that. Because, like, no, nobody's worthless. Nobody's worthless. But there are worthless. people that are, like, just, like, worthless to really be around. As far as, like, people that are, like – it's not saying that you need to, like, be, like, a creative or somebody that's doing something for me to, like, want to be around you. But, like, anytime I find myself, like, at the bar or whatever, just hanging out with people, drinking, it could be a Friday night. I could have worked all fucking week, got so much shit done. I still feel like shit for being there. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm around these people, and it's, like, nobody's doing anything.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, like, yeah. I want to,
0: like, be around other people who are... It's like, I want to be at the bar. Like, I'll be at the bar, get some drinks with you. Yeah. You know, and like, we could just talk about this shit. It's like, all I ever want to do is just like talk about work. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, or what it's you like, have going all on. I care about. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't want to like bullshit about like gossip about people or this and that. Like, so and so's yeah. fucking relationship. I don't want to hear about the fucking sports game. I don't care about Game of Thrones. I don't care <laughs> about like fucking yeah. anything. Like, let's talk about like. I guess that's why I do the fucking podcast. Really. Yeah, no, and I, and I agree because
1: like I have, uh, I have some like older, some no, they're not older than me, but like old friends that are, um, that are married and and are and are uh, looking for like a, a house and stuff and and I don't, I can't relate to that particular thing, but I can relate to trying to accomplish something and and what they want to accomplish is like buy a home, and yeah. like and fix it up. And well, stuff. That's, like, that's like let's talk about that.
0: Motivated, yeah, yeah I think motivated. I think that's totally. a better way instead of saying I don't want to be around garbage people, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get, get, stop being so such a dick i think i'm <laughs> talking to myself yeah i think what i need to say is i just want to be around people who are motivated absolutely goal-driven people absolutely they are just like
1: aren't just at the nine to five that they have like other things yeah in life. it doesn't matter
0: what it is it's the thing is like being around other people who are like very goal-oriented and just yeah. working towards something and passionate it like
1: inspires
0: me totally and it, it doesn't it even have to, to be around work. another musician like you yeah. know
1: just like oh absolutely i, I remember uh, i was at a, a wedding and I, I was talking to somebody who was a Verizon wireless manager <laughs> and they fucking loved being a Verizon wireless manager and and he was telling me all the different things about his job that he loved and about how he loved like getting a team to work and how he got these people together and he he wanted people to be excited to be there as, as much as he was in a mall at a verizon wireless store and he was jazzed and i was like man i want to work at verizon (laughs) like you make this sound so good and it's passion you know like yeah it's it's really exciting to be around passionate people who are even if like the you don't think the work is very good because they're working on something and that's really exciting because that's more than what most people are doing uh so many people just like give up the dream and let it go into whatever whether that dream is just like having a corvette from the 50s or having your own house or like being able to dig a really awesome hole you know like all those if you can get excited about that then i'm gonna get super jazzed and i'm gonna be like man they're probably (laughs) digging that hole out back and i should be home animating
0: (laughs) (laughs) definitely i think that um yeah so we could probably wrap up okay we're talking about all this stuff, and I'm thinking, like, man, I really want to fucking work on this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get out of your hair then. No, we've and been talking. We, we're we're over an hour, so okay. we, we we made our we made our mark. Good. But I think it's really fucking cool. You're the first person that's been on this show twice.
1: Oh yeah, nice.
0: I should probably have said that in the beginning but screw it i'll probably i'll say it in the intro okay you know? <laughs> sounds good uh but i think it's it's cool i need to get matt very on here soon. totally too because oh my god his have you, studio. Have you been by i haven't i yeah. need to go we shot a uh, part of the video there oh cool um and yeah it's great like Man. it was so cool i was like walking around and like i had this moment when like i thought about like when i first met matt just being all like little quiet like kind of like quiet like hey how's it going yeah sort of Matt like recording in his mom's basement to like where he's at now I like I felt I felt I felt a little tear oh man yeah being in there like seeing like the space I was like fuck man like you did it you did it and you give a shit and it's fucking awesome how much you care
1: it's so exciting I I loved I've loved like watching his journey of him like going through this for like the last three years or so and it's just, it's so beautiful and he's going to make so much cool shit there. Like, I, it's so cool that he spent so much time on something to make other stuff, you know, like, yeah, he just, he he put it together so that he could up his game. Yeah. And that's the and thing that's is like, so al- awesome. and, uh,
0: and ultimately, you know, like it is for himself in some regards, but also it's like, it's also for his passion for like music and yeah. creating music and putting good product out there you yeah know, you yeah don't, and it, like some of the shit that he did in that place it's like why would you bother Cause it's right like, because you give a shit that's yeah why. and you want it to be done there's, right there's no other reason yeah
1: and that's so exciting and i think it's gonna be great for like the the music scene and stuff too because he's got uh he's got that diy brain too and he's got like all these tools now and uh which i, I think that he'll use all of his like little tricks of the trade to just be able to like expand because now he has so much room and so much gear that he's just going to like, he's just gonna be able to explore so Uh, much yeah. and it's going to do. And he's so fucking smart that he's going to do so well. Yeah, We're just like loving on you, Matt. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Love you,
0: Matt. (laughs) Uh, I definitely need to get him in here soon and you got to check out that space soon and I guess that'll be it. So I think we can wrap up. Congratulations. Thank you for doing it. You, You and the team and,
1: That's it, I guess. I don't know. All right. Until next time.
0: Until next time. Yes. (laughs) And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Justin is a great dude. Very inspiring to be around. I'm really happy that I know him and have him in my life. And yeah. Yeah. I hope that, you know, if for some reason you listen to this conversation without watching battery life and you just completely avoided my directions, you should go watch battery life. I don't know how you wouldn't want to watch it after listening to that conversation. But yeah, just go see it. Tell your fucking friends about it. Um, Again, huge shout outs to Justin and Paul, who did the soundtrack, and everybody else who worked on the film, that I don't know, but I'm sure they're great people. Uh, again, really excited for all of you guys and gals, if there are any, I'm not sure, <laughs> that have worked on this project. And, you know, it's cool to see all of these internet websites and blogs and blah blah blahs uh, mm-hmm. just giving it praise and the, helping spread the word. And so, yeah, this is me spreading the word, doing my part for battery life huge supporter of it. Anyways, uh, I'll be back again next week with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. (laughs) My name is Sykes. Start the Beat 2016. Woo! Woo! Thanks for listening.